I need to come up with a tell your story about how Amazon was like just kidding you need a book oh you know this would be a good place to do that yeah so hi guys hey um I know we normally start off with an embarrassing story I guess this could be considered embarrassing um since the new year I have gotten into gaming uh a lot on the Xbox and I'm having so much fun with it but we decided that we needed uh, chargeable batteries and a charging station. So I ordered one off of Amazon and was really excited yesterday because it was supposed to be delivered. I looked, it said it was delivered, and I got home and there's a package sitting in front of my door. Grab it on my way in, put everything down, whip open the package, and there's a book inside. And I did not order a book. <laughs> So I looked at the the bag and I was like, yeah, this is for me. And then I look at the packing slip and I was like, well, this has my name on it, but it definitely says a book. And then I look on my phone to my orders and I was like, this is definitely not a book that I ordered. Very confused. So I know it's not super crazy for Amazon to accidentally send the wrong thing. So I got with Amazon and I told them, hey, I've ordered this. Um, charging station and what I received instead was a book and they said that's fine we need you to send the book back but we'll go ahead and get the charging station shipped out as soon as possible you should have it in about two days perfect awesome so then my mom about an hour later sends me a text and all it says is um well question mark question mark and I'm like well what I have no idea where this is coming from. So I, I asked her, I was like, well, what? And she said, did you get your package? I was like, yes. Thinking, how the heck does she know that I ordered something from Amazon? And she was like, well, what did you think? And I was like, about what? <laughs> she said, I ordered you two books. My mother had ordered me two books. One of them, the one that was delivered in front of my door, was not the one that she had just recommended to me. So it was just some random book. I was convinced that Amazon looked at my order and said, this girl is crazy. She doesn't game. She reads books. So let's send her a book. <laughs> they were like, nah, fam, we got you. We know what you really want. <laughs> yeah. So on the plus side, my mommy sent me books, two of them. I can't wait to read them. And um, Amazon has not gone crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So that's my interesting story of the week. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so before we get started and forget to do this, because I've noticed the last couple of times we forget, you all are listening to Booklet Podcast. I'm Paige. And I'm Holly. And we're here to talk to you about books yeah. while we drink. Yeah. Because we like to drink. And, and read books. <laughs> <laughs> and talk. And talk. And talk. And talk. Um, so have you read anything good lately? <laughs> so, um, I'm, I'm reading Twilight. <laughs> I've never read it before, and I'm on the second one now. And, and? so the, so the first one, I actually, I, I was surprised that I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I've always, you know, everyone... I, it's not what I normally read, so I'm like, okay, I probably won't like it, but I, I just, I just got curious, I wanted to have my own opinion. Mm-hmm. So, the first one, I, I didn't think was terrible, 
Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, that's cool. I didn't totally hate it. So then I'm reading the second one, and it's not as good as the first, in my opinion. So not to cloud your judgment any, I actually, and granted, I read them still a while after they came out, but years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm way, Wait, a way decade late. late. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm known for that. Like, I'm not going to read it when it's popular. I'm going to read it after everyone's forgotten about it. <laughs> Unless I make her for the podcast. True. But I actually really liked the first one. Was not a huge fan of the second and third one. And then the fourth one, I was pleasantly surprised I liked. I hear, I, I, I've heard a lot of people say that. Like, the yeah. first one's great, because, you know, it's original, and the first yeah. one's always the best. And then the second and third are like, meh. And then the fourth ends up, like, really good. Yeah. The, the second and third I found a bit predictable, but... Yeah, I'm about, I'm a little more than halfway through the second, so I'm getting there. Awesome. But... So, on a... On a <clears throat> five drink rating, what would you put that at? The series so far. So far, maybe a three. Okay. So I mean, it's it's decent. Like it's not nearly as awful and annoying as I thought it would be, just because of how everyone talks about it. But right. it's also still not a you know my go to. Is it too romancy for you? It it's it. It's not even that. It's just that she's so annoying. <laughs> she's yeah. like, my life is over because this man doesn't want me. And yeah. I understand it's different because he's, like, magical. And he's not, like, a normal person. So she's going to feel different. But still. She just, I don't know. She's annoying. And then, like, so, like, with Jacob, she's, like, I don't know. She's annoying. She's so... Jacob deserves better. Are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? Okay. okay. <laughs> I guess as of right now where I am in the book, where I am in the series, I'm mm-hmm. going to say Jacob. Oh, I am Team Jacob all the way. Because like, he's like... They're like... Edward and Jacob are totally opposite personalities. Oh, like, yeah. totally opposite. And like... Jacob's, like, so kind and sweet and, like, actually, like, pays attention to her. And, like, right? he actually notices things about her and, like, little things. And so like, just creeps things. at her across the room yeah. and while she sleeps. And, yeah. like, you know, Edward is, like, an ass, you know? <laughs> I mean, he really is. Like, he's an ass. Yeah. Um, well, I just finished The Cruel Prince by um, Holly Black, I think is who wrote it. Oh my god, it was amazing. I I've heard that it is so good. It has been in my pile of books to read for months and I picked it up and I was like, "Oh my gosh." And I'm not the type of person who reads a series like straight through. I usually take like a a cleanser break in between and read something else. Nope, I went straight into the second book as soon as I finished it. That good. That good. Hell yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm reading The Wicked King now. And it's it's really good. I think I already know who's gonna betray her. Uh, one of two people is my guess. But um, if you guys want to tell me, you know, talk about anything between either of the book series that we're reading, be sure to hit us up on Instagram. It's Booklet Podcast. You can also email us at BookletPodcast at gmail dot com. Um. Oh, and rating for my book series in drinks, I would give it, like, I would say, like, four and a half drinks. 
That's there a were, lot of drinks. Yeah. There were a couple of things that I was like, totally saw that coming. And then there were a couple of things that I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, so that is definitely, you know, got you hooked. I mean, oh, yeah. so it definitely deserves a high rating if you're just going to keep reading, keep reading, you know? Yeah. Super good. So today we're going to jump into the actual book that we're talking about. If you are on our Instagram, you know that February is where the crawdads sing. I'm sitting here, like, moving the book like a baby boomerang, <laughs> like you all can see what I'm doing. I just realized that. I'm being really stupid. Um, but it's Where the Crawdads Sing by, is it Delia? Delia Owens? Delia? I thought it was, well, I, I was going to say Delilah, but I guess it's not Delilah. <laughs> I think it's Delia <laughs> Owens. If I mispronounce your name, I'm really sorry. We're kind of known for that. Um... But yeah, I've heard so many good things about it. We just It's been, again, on our to-do-a-podcast-on list for a really long time. And we finally did it. And we have a themed drink for the night. It is called Where the Crawdads Smash. And I found it... Oh, shoot. Where's my phone? Okay, we're back. And I have my phone. Um, so I found this recipe on the Uncorked Librarian's uh, blog. She put this whole drink together. I cannot take any credit for it, so I wanted to make sure I gave her the credit. It is vodka and lime, uh, lemon juice and honey, and I made a blackberry syrup, and it is so good. It's tasty. Yes, and you top it with a little bit of ginger ale. Well, she said ginger beer. Um, and I just did ginger ale, but it's so good. Mm -hmm. So I will put the recipe and a link to her blog in the show notes. And let's get to it. Okay. Real quick, I did want to say we are going to change things up from how we normally do this. Um, normally we kind of retell you the story. This time we're just going to kind of talk about it and talk about our favorite parts and things you know, really anything we wanted to talk about. Right, so, so it'll be more of like a book club discussion rather than a retelling of the story like we normally do. Right, we're trying to see if there are some ways that we can be more engaging and a little bit more interesting to listen to, especially if you've already read the book. You don't want to hear us go back and retell it because you've already read it. Right, it's just shaking it up a little, trying out different, you know, formats and yeah. stuff. So trying out different things. Trying um, out something new experimenting like we always do a little bit because we sure as hell don't know what we're doing just just taking it as we're going yeah so let us know what you think um okay so yeah right, so so what did you think okay oh you how first. many drinks you first me five first. drinks five really? i really really like this book okay it was really good okay what do you think so as soon as i finished reading it i was the same five drinks great book yes and then i started like ruminating on it and rethinking it thinking about things and reading rereading different parts and i have to say my rating has gone down some why there's a couple different reasons okay there is one thing that i have i have one complaint about what's that it. okay so 
throughout the book, she's always, like, talking about how she wants, um, you know, she's very lonely. Mm-hmm. And so she's she often talks about how she wants that female connection, you know, she wants those female friendships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when she sees that group of kids hanging around, she's always more interested in, like, the girls and how close they are and mm-hmm. not so much the boys. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as secluded as she is and how cut off from the world she is, she managed to have not one but two two boyfriends two romantic interests uh-huh. with men uh-huh. but not a single female friend yep and that that kind of made me mad so that is totally one of the things that i didn't like about it yeah i thought that was well let's just start at the beginning let's just start at the beginning okay so my very first question as we're reading this book for those of you who haven't read it, the basic premise is um, Kay, this little girl, gets basically abandoned when she was six or seven. Um, her family starts leaving her. They live in the marshlands of North Carolina. And she has to raise herself. Right. And it goes through um, flip-flops back and forth between the past and you learn how she grew up. And then... The present, there's a murder and a murder investigation going on. And slowly you learn how she is connected to this murder investigation. Right. Um, Which I thought was really good writing because the way it flip-flopped back and forth and, like, slowly gave you bit by bit, like, it it really kept you, like, reading. Because it was very suspenseful toward the end. It was. And I am mystery murder true crime all the way so if it wasn't for that i probably would not have wanted to finish the book really yes i did really like the story though i really did really enjoy it and i think i liked the not the nostalgia what's the word i'm looking for like the like the whole vibe of like her the simpler times and the yeah and like the nature and like the the cottage core of it yeah <laughs> the aesthetic is the aesthetic <laughs> yes the you know, basically, the survival aesthetic where she's, like, so in touch with nature. Basically, and Holly's going back to her bayou roots and... Basically. <laughs> <laughs> North Carolina is not the same as Louisiana, but it's but similar. Very ish. similar. Yeah. Um, so, my very... Like, right off the bat, my very first question is, really, every single person in her family just decides to leave her? Yeah. What the fuck kind of reality is that? Right. Like, even her brother, you know, the one that was, like... Super close to her and her best friend. And just leaves. I mean, I understand that he had to fend for himself and probably couldn't... Yeah, but you can't tell me. Well, but he could have eventually come back. Not so, not as late as he did. You know what I'm saying? Not once she was already grown up. And you can't tell me that the brothers and sisters that she had that were adults when they left couldn't have come back for her. Right. Like, nobody gave a shit. Nobody. Not a single person. And they, she, like, they kind of touch on why that is later on in the book. Mm. But it still wasn't a satisfying answer for me. Yeah, it, it was pretty unrealistic. In that sense, um, and the even fa- like the townspeople that knew that, that she, she was, was out allowed, there by her- yeah. and they didn't like the really the only people besides Jumpin and Mabel um, were the people 
the officers that would come and try to bring her to school. Yeah, the truancy officers. Well, eventually they give up, knowing full well that she's still out there alone. Yeah. Instead of, like, I don't know, even if she won't come up to them and meet them, you know. Bring them, bring her some bring her food. Bring some groceries, yeah. Just some leave warm it on, leave it at her, leave it on her front step, you know, like yeah. Slowly gain her trust so you can actually help her in like a way that you know is is beneficial and not just, and not just send her to school, you right. know. <clears throat> um. So that was the first big problem that I had, and then the second big problem that I have is she just at seven years old is so observant that she can teach herself how to drive a boat. Yeah, I that was kind of weird, too. Like, there's a lot of things that she just knew how to do that I don't understand. Like, there, she had a lot of not... For being someone that was so caught off as she was, it was, like, a little it, um, unbalanced about how much knowledge she had about the world. Right. Because, like, she knew things about, like... You know, like, later when she goes and she, like, buys her own property... Yeah. Like, she, she knew how, how to, do, to do, that? do that. Like, she knew how to go and ask, you know, she knew how to bring information that would prove that it would be hers. And right. knew to ask about back taxes and stuff like that. Like, right. most adults don't even know to ask about back taxes. Exactly. Like, so how did she know how to do all that? Like, that that never, and that's just one example. There are a few things where she seems to know, to know a little too much. Right. To be that cut off. You know what I'm saying? It's like, a she doesn't imbalanced. even have electricity or running water, but she completely takes care of herself, feeds herself, knows how to... I mean, granted, she doesn't cook well at the beginning, but she cooks... Grits are not easy to make. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I and love grits. <laughs> you can burn yourself on them so easy. I mean, I love grits, too. Throw mm. a little cheese and some butter up in there. And, ooh! Girl. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can eat me some grits, but I digress. Um, so there's a lot of things that I think she very much could have learned from observing nature around her and things like that. And there was just a lot that I don't think she would have just been Knew. able to pick up or figure out on her Right, own. exactly. But I was able to, like, overlook that, though, because... I don't know why I could, but I just could. I was like, it's weird that she knew that, but I was like, you know what? It's fine. When I just read it straight through, I did too. But then the more I started thinking about it for the podcast, the more it was just like, you know, that was very weird that she did that. Yeah. That was very weird that she knew that. Yeah. And like, they, they talk about how there's other Marsh people. Where are they? Yeah. How come none of them know about her? How come none of them have anything to do with her or want to help her? Right. Right. If they know the struggle so well, yeah. why don't they reach out and help, you know, a child Again, who's in the same situation? Again, even if it's just giving food, giving, you know, leaving food, leaving... Or teaching her life skills so that she can fend for herself when she, you know, as she grows up. You yeah. know, like... Yeah. Helping her learn to make a living some kind of way. Helping her to learn to cook, you know, learn to, you know, do all these things. Mm-hmm. You know, parenting her. Somebody's got <laughs> I to. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> the essence of it. She needed a parent and didn't have one. Right. Well, be, if, unless... She did so, have Jumpin' and Mabel. Jumpin' and Mabel. So, Jumpin' had a, um, like a little store on the bayou where she got her gas and stuff, and she would sell mussels and not mussels oysters and 
No, I think it was mussels. Mussels too. Okay, so mussels and oysters. And she would um, to him. she would smoke fish too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All that sounds disgusting. Anyway, that's how she made her money to pay for gas to be able to run the boat and to get a little bit of food. Um, was from jumping, and he was he kind of ended up being a surrogate father for her. But right. I even found it weird but, that she didn't try to build more of a relationship with Mabel. Right. I mean, that was the closest thing she had to a female friendship, but that was more of a motherly figure. But even she, then, it she wasn't as prominent in her life as Jumpin' was. Yeah. You know? It just, it seemed a little weird. And they were at least trying to take care of her once Mabel found out. And right. getting her food at least and they would try to and things like that. But it was just... And there are parts of it that I did love. Um, the imagery I thought was beautiful. The way that she befriends the seagulls I thought was like the I most pure that. thing. Oh my gosh. And she like had names for them. Yes. And like she would come to feed them and they would know when she was wish you When know, she was there. Right. They would they would recognize her and knew that she was there to feed them and And Especially, like, there were times when she would go and sit down on the water, or on the beach, and they would come and, like, sit around her. Like, that, yeah. that like, was super tranquility, pure. like, Yes, amazing. I really like that. Um, so what did you think about Tate and the way that he befriends her? Tate, I, I liked Tate. He fucked up. Big time. I mean, the man fucked up. Man, and, did he And the fuck best up. part, though, is that she did not forget, like, let him live that down, you know? Right. Not so easily, anyway. And. Like, she wasn't so quick to forgive him at all. <laughs> not at like, all. Like, you fucked up. You, you done, fucked up. You done like, fucked up. You're out of my life. Kind yeah. Of like, like, good on you, sis. Like, don't just let him back in your life because you're lonely, you know? Which I think was, um. That was one of the things that was slightly unbelievable, but on the other hand, like, good for her. That she... That she put aside her loneliness. Right. Yeah. Which is, you know, something that most people in within society would still do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, people who do have people in their lives people would still be would. like, oh, I'm there lonely, ha- so let me take back my toxic ex. There were times in my life that I have I considered mean, it. I mean, we've all, we've all been there, right? <laughs> I mean... But this girl who is like, like real lonely. She learns like the she's birds and real the bees secluded. from the birds and the bees. Literally, like, <laughs> well, the birds and, she, and the and the 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 blinky bugs. What are they called? Blinky bugs. What are they called? Lightning bugs. Fireflies. Fireflies. You know, <laughs> the blinky bugs. The blinky bugs. <laughs> <laughs> bugs. I'm making you a shirt that says "I love blinky bugs." Blinky bugs. <laughs> That's adorable. (laughs) Um, So, but, like, she knows she's totally cut off from the world. And so, and yet somehow she still manages to keep him at a distance. Even though she still has feelings for him, but he hurt her. So she still manages to keep that pride enough to... Yeah. I don't think it's so much pride, actually. I think it was more like a self... A preservation? Oh, yeah. But let's go back even further. Like, when they first started befriending each other he leaves her a feather he was great because um like jacob from twilight he paid attention (laughs) right (laughs) he would actually he actually knew what she liked even before they really talked you know he just 
He would observe. But like Edward, he was a creeper and just watched her. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we got both we got both Twilight boys in here. <laughs> the same person. <laughs> he was a little Yeah, you would watch. But he he was observant and you know, he, he knew what she liked and he paid attention and he would you know. He did work very hard to, like, gain her trust, which I thought was adorable. Yeah. And, like, give and her he little he was gifts. a good guy. He was a good kid. Right. He was, you know, his heart, you know, he was pure, you know. His, he was, his heart was in the right he place. He was very innocent and very sweet. And he wanted to befriend her. He had been friends with her brother. And yeah. He wanted to be friends I with mean, her. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and he wanted to protect her, even. and So, Kay would collect everything basically feathers bones nests eggs insects like she just collected everything did you and say k yeah oh i would i was pronouncing it kaya k-y-a pronounced it K-A. so i thought that at first but then they kept talking about how she was named for the marsh uh-huh. and the only thing i could think of that had anything to do with water and land that had any spelling like that was k Okay, uh, yeah. I guess I guess so. I just kept saying Kaya, but I guess you see. Like. I thought Kaya at first too. Yeah. Plus, I I think Kaya's cute. I so think, I was like, I you know Kaya's what? Cute. I like Kaya. <laughs> um, but anyway. Anyway, she her Marsh Girl. Marsh Girl. Um. Tate would, I don't know. I guess she was about nine at the time. He started bringing her feathers. Rare feathers, not just like, oh, this fell out of a seagull's butt, but like, <laughs> rare. <laughs> no, I'm just imagining. <laughs> oh, God. came from what birds just by looking at them and, and she did too and what would be hard feathers for her to find yeah that she would actually want so he like took the time out and he would leave feathers on this little stump and she would leave some for him and eventually she got comfortable enough where she was waiting for him Ooh. <laughs> yeah because girl it starts young <laughs> <laughs> real young um, but they befriend each other, and it's really adorable and really sweet, and he teaches her to read, and he's a couple years older, so she, he brings her, like, school books that he's using Yeah. to teach her how to read, which is how she becomes to get, like, be really, um, knowledgeable in biology and, um, different sciences, because not only is she super observant of where she lives, but he's interested in biology and so that's what he brings her right and so, so she, now she has the book smart to match her you know practical right her her uh, sense of nature right 
Um, so she starts um, labeling her collections by like their Latin names and their different species and it, it goes from just a collection of stuff to like a legit museum worthy collection. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really interesting but I, I also found it a bit um, like on one hand I, I was homeschooled I know how easy it is to teach yourself things but there was honestly only so much that the books can teach you yeah. So I thought that was a big... A little bit of a stretch. A little bit. Like, yeah. I could totally see how, but then again, you would have to have just the right books. And all of the right books. Right. Right. But, and then not beyond the realm of possibility, just... Just a little bit of a stretch. It would have to be the perfect situation, right. like, the perfect combination of events. And, I mean, she did have a lot of time on her hands, too, so, I mean, I guess... Yeah, but she didn't really to be reading and things like that because she was digging up mussels and oysters and smoking fish and true cooking grits (laughs) feeding the birds (laughs) um so that was that was a part that i actually really did enjoy i read a couple of reviews online um just to see what other because i thought maybe i was nitpicking things um and a lot of people said that they had a problem with like how the imagery was so specific and so vivid and then the dialogue was very limited and I really didn't notice that as being a problem I didn't either I felt like that was a lot of the way people actually talk especially in that area there were some places when I was like now would he really have said that or just thought that but I'm also not an author there's a reason for that um, so that's just another viewpoint Yeah, I mean, like, there. in that area and the way people talk, you know, in those days and in that place, you know, vocabulary is going to be limited. Oh, to yeah. To a certain extent, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't find that to be a problem. I didn't even notice that as a problem. Yeah, like I, I didn't either. I mean, like you said, it, to me it sounds realistic, you know. It's not, like, scripted, you know. Does it seem like a seem doesn't read scripted you know what i'm saying right you know not like a a movie where everything they say is like witty every other sentence is like <laughs> perfection you know like people don't talk like that like nobody's that i mean that have you listened to us i mean we are not that sharp no <laughs> so i mean it just i don't know i didn't think that was an issue yeah so uh kay kaya however you say it and tate were they never, like, took it all the way. Right. But they that was her, her first boyfriend. Um, he also, I thought it was so, oh, it was so embarrassing for me, and I wasn't even in the book, but when he had to, like, when she got her first period. Oh. So it was so sweet the way that he was just like, um, remember those pamphlets that I brought you? And she's like, I got the ones. <laughs> I totally felt that. Totally <laughs> felt that. <laughs> I got the run. <laughs> oh my god, he was super sweet about it though. Like he was, and he it just was obviously an awkward, you know, moment. But he was like, "Now Kaya, right?" You know, and did he bring her 
had some tampons? I think Mabel did. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't Mabel know if he ever did, did, too, but I know for yeah. sure Mabel did. Oh, yeah, because she went to see Mabel when it first. Right. Yeah. Because she was like, I need to see Mabel. No, like real bad. Like right now. <laughs> um, I can't imagine. Like I didn't really have. I I had people to go th- like to talk to when I went through my first one, but I didn't because oh my god that's embarrassing. Can you imagine like having to tell a teenage boy? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I don't know that I could just like have that come. No, no, like. No. Yeah. That would not have happened. Have So, like, being in that situation, like, having the teenage boy explain to you what it yeah. was? Yeah. Even worse. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what happened, essentially. Yeah. She didn't know what was going on, and he just kind of, like, had to tell her. Yeah. No. 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 Not okay. I'm, that would be- I'm glad I have my mama. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't imagine. Um, so, as we already talked about a little bit, he done fucked up a lot. Goes away to college, promises that he will come back. Of course. And then just doesn't. Did you knew he wouldn't come back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't think he would either, because they made such a big... It was so stressed that, like, oh, that he's going to come, come back. back. I will come back. I promise I will. And then she's waiting. I'm not, ga- not going to abandon you like everyone else in your life And she's did. like, she's like, okay, and she's waiting, and she's waiting, and yeah, no, she's not coming back. Yeah, no. You're not going to build this up, and then, yeah, here he is. No, it doesn't work that way. I thought either he wouldn't come back at all, or he would come back and be like, well, I met a girl at college. Right. Right. Yeah, but he just doesn't come back. No. Well, he, he kind of does, but he doesn't. Okay, so... But that didn't count. She doesn't know that he came back. Right. What ended up happening um, is he... He tra- does He started to... He came back. Right. And he saw her from his boat. He was watching her. And he realized that he had this whole life outside of the marshes. And he's going to be he's able see- to do what he's always wanted to do in the big city... And then there's this girl who... And he, he sees for the... It's been a while since he's seen her. And the first time he sees her, he sees how wild she really is. And yeah, how he part had... of the wild she... You know, she's... And he's just coming from, you know, the city, the, you know, the, the university, town. the cultured life. And then he comes and he sees this girl who's very raw and natural. And he realizes... Well, not realize You know, he comes to the conclusion that those two worlds just can't coexist. Right. Which is stupid. <clears throat> and he chooses college and the His career world and over, over her. her. Right. Which was, I thought was very stupid. See, I don't... Because I don't think that that's... I don't think that they can't coexist, you know? I, I don't think... I think that he was jumping the gun on that one. Yeah, but he's also he an, it an 18-year-old boy. Tell me what 18-year-old boy would be like, oh, well, we could build a house on the edge of the marsh and we could make this work. Yeah. No. No, he's a dumb boy. (laughs) But he's, that's the thing, though. It wasn't a logical decision. Like, of course it can coexist. I think for a young man, a young 18-year-old boy who is, for the very first time, away from home, following his one heart's desire, which is to be a research biologist. Mm-hmm. 
I think that is the only conclusion he could have come up with. Yeah, I guess so. It's just I mean, dumb. you don't have to agree with me. I don't... <laughs> I fully a- admit that it is dumb as fuck. It is. I, I just think just that that is... It's not logical. I mean, I understand <laughs> that he's a teenage boy and he's stupid and none of his thoughts are going to be logical. But you know what? That doesn't... It's. I still think it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that that is... I find it very realistic that he came up with that conclusion. I agree that it's It's stupid, realistic. But it was but very realistic. It is realistic, <laughs> but it's just... Dumbass motherfucking man. Right? That's what's wrong with this world. Just another dumbass motherfucking man. That's... See, they always go and screw everything up. Or just screw everything. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um... So, after he leaves, she goes back to studying the wild and doing her thing, and, and, is it time to go to the next point? Am I forgetting something in the middle? No, she just kind of exists. (laughs) Have you? Yeah. She kind of gets out, she hardens herself, you know, she decides that she'll never get close to anyone like that again. I did find it very interesting that she was observing the blinky bugs. Because that's not what I'm going You mean blinky bugs? The blinky bugs? Blinky bugs. Um, and she noticed that certain species of lightning bugs, they flash certain signals when they want to mate. Right. I've never looked at a lightning bug that closely. But I mean, (laughs) I could see that being a thing because she's got so much time on her hands, like, what else is she gonna do, you know? Like, it's not like she has Watch bugs have sex? Apparently. (laughs) I mean. Telling you, it started young. Um, But anyway, she would watch the, the female lightning bugs flash certain signals. The males would come over. They would mate. She would eat the male. And then start flashing a different signal so a different male would come. Yeah. How fucking savage is that? <laughs> I love it. Like, what the fuck? Like, yes, bitch, you eat them up. Right? You got what you want and you then do you're it. done with them and no other motherfucker has to deal with them Use either. them and lose them. Right? That is a sister for you. This guy's sex off, was sis. terrible. I'm Go just going to eat him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or it was so good, she's going to devour him. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know what I don't think it was the other one. Okay. <laughs> I think it was the other one. <laughs> um, but she notices that, and then she notices that praying mantises, they eat their partners as well. And I guess she associated that with life. With life. Life and love. Are you okay over there? <laughs> I spilled. <laughs> okay. Holly's just petting her chest. <laughs> I'm trying to dry it off. Were the lightning bugs that good? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> um, so, anyway. Well, yeah. She... She sees a lot of parallels between nature and, like, love and life. Right. But I would not recommend getting your um, relationship advice from bugs. <laughs> from a lightning bug. From a blinky bug. A blinky would bug. not recommend that. But 
So a couple years go by, and she's hardened herself, and but she, again, gets lonely. And this other boy starts coming around. Okay. Chase is... Andrews. Chase Andrews. He's an ass. The high school football star. Ass! Need He's I say more? An ass! I feel like... I hate him. Every part of him. There was not one thing about him that I liked. Granted, I don't know, personally know, many high school football stars. But all of Ugh. the ones that you read about or Blech. see on TV and movies, they're assholes. Blech. They're just... Bleh. One too many puke hits in um, Did she just say puke them up? <laughs> I don't know. You did? <laughs> it's recorded. <laughs> nasty. <laughs> They're nasty. <laughs> throw them away. <laughs> Bite their heads off and be and then done throw with them. them. Eat them and then throw them up. That's how nasty they are. <laughs> you don't even want to digest that shit. <laughs> 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 oh my okay anyway so chase hangs around and he kind of meets her and like they just kind of i don't know he starts seeing her did you know from the beginning what he was after he just wanted to be the first one to fuck her yeah well i don't think he knew he was the first one i think he assumed that tate did no, he, he, he does say that later. Like, he, he just wanted to, well, maybe not the first, but he definitely yeah. just wanted sex. Yeah, yeah. The only thing he wanted was to fuck her. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And. But then he. So what did you think about the way that she was so, like, standoffish when it came to sex? I mean, I think it reminded her a lot of Tate. So, because you know, that's. And but even love, with Tate, and... she was very shy and reserved. But she. But he, I don't know. Okay, so I, I have a very know. specific reason for okay, asking. Yeah, we'll so, just... for somebody who gets her relationship advice. From nature, mm-hmm. where everything fucks. Why is she so standoffish about it, and so prudish about it? I don't know. It's a good question. Like there is nothing in nature that teaches you to be shy about that. Right. To be teaches you that that teaches you that there's anything wrong with that. Right. So why was she so? That's a real solid question, that I don't have an answer for. That actually may be a huge flaw in the book. That was one of the things that I was. I that's... and that may also be a really big flaw because that that's borderline misogynistic. If it's if it's right if this is saying what I'm thinking I'm hearing. I, that, that puritanistic, that's not the right way you say that word. Mm. Puritanistic? Puritan? That mindset is a, a social construct. Right. 
And so to say that it's somehow ingrained in a female's mind, I don't think is legit. I don't like that. I don't like that presumption. That is something that I started reading back and I read it a couple of times and I was like, I don't like this. No. I don't. No, I don't like that either. I don't see how that fits. No, that doesn't make sense. So if you have an answer to my question, please tell me because I would love to be proven wrong. I would love to have somebody say, no, this is why. Right. Shoot, Miss Owens, if you happen to hear this somehow, tell me, please. Explain. We're asking a question. Right. I'm not saying your work is crap because I do not think it was crap. There were parts of it that I absolutely adored, but that was just a big gaping question that I had. Yeah. Why the prudeness? Why right. was she afraid of sex? Right. Because there was no reason watching nature for her to associate sex with guilt. Right. For her to associate it with, with love. love. As far as she knows, it's just a thing that everybody does. That everything does. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I'm stumped. I can't think of anything. Huh. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good job. I'm sorry, I just blew your mind. Yeah, you did. I'm like rethinking the entire book now. Right. <laughs> so, not that, not that, not in a bad way though. I do really, right. really still love this book, but it's just that a question. That was a really, was good, a really point. good question. Yeah. So they Where end up fucking. That? Right. Eventually, eventually yeah. they do. Um, he takes her. Oh my god, he convinces her that he's going on. Was it a business trip that he was going on? I don't know. He had a reason to be going out of hotel, out of town, and he was going to stay in this nice hotel. He takes her to a sleazy, cheap-ass motel on the side of town to fuck her. Yep. That was it. That was the extent of his um, romancing her that night. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Ass. I did not like that. I was not okay with that at all. But then they start this sexual relationship, and he's telling her the whole time, like, "I'm gonna, we're, I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna get married." Oh, good God, we're gonna, we are going to get married. I'll build you a house on the side of the marsh so that we can still be closer to town, but far enough away that people won't bother us. Like he's telling her all the lies she wants to hear. Right. And he comes and he'll spend the weekend with her sometimes or the night with her sometimes. But he never takes her to meet his parents. No. He never introduces her to any of his friends. No. They never go out to on no a date social, in town. No, 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 no social no. gatherings, yeah. nothing, nothing in town. He even tells her that there's a Christmas party that he's going to. But she wouldn't like it, so he didn't invite her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bullshit. Big red flags. Bullshit. Big red flags. So, he ends up. Now, why why was she so willing to keep him around? You know, just because, like, you know, she, he wasn't just to keep him Keep herself from being lonely, but she wouldn't let Tate back in. I think because 
Okay. She loved Tate and he broke her heart. And that hurt more than anything that Chase was doing. Well, she didn't see the red flags. To some degree she did. But maybe not, I mean, not fully. Because she was caught off guard by the end of it. Well, and she, she noticed that it was, he never took her to meet his parents. But he had excuses. Right. He's one of those charmers and he would just give her reasons why and she would be like, oh, okay. Um... But I think, so think about it as a young girl. Your first love, mm-hmm. who you thought was the only person for you, breaks your heart. Mm-hmm. That hurts. And you don't ever want to feel that way again. Right. So that man has to be cut off completely from your life. Even though you still want him and you still love him, he has to be gone. Because right. you don't want to feel that. Well, then turn around, and Chase is the exact opposite of Tate. Right. And Chase is promising her all those things that she wanted with Tate that she thinks she's going to get from him. Right. The the marriage and the love and the commitment and the stability. He's promising her all those things. And she's not seeing... That he's just telling her what he she wants to hear. Yeah. Okay. She's seeing, this isn't Tate. This is the exact opposite of Tate. I'm not going to feel the same way I did with Tate. And also, he's the ultimate rebound. Yeah. So. That makes sense. The whole time that Chase is telling all of these things to her and promising her all of these things, and supposed to be preparing for their future. He's dating other women. Yep. In town. Obviously. Tate even comes back at one point and says, I know you don't want anything to do with me, but Chase is seeing other women in town. And she's like, I don't want to hear a word you have to say. Go away. Leave me alone. You're yeah. just trying to hurt me again. So she was so... Basically, she was so, um, what's the word? Um, all I can think of is brain freeze, and that's not what I'm trying to think of. She was in denial? No, she was, she was gaslighted. But what's the word, uh, uh, mind fucked? That's not, these are <laughs> not the words I'm looking for. When they tell you things and they make you believe things. Manipulated? That's a good one. That's okay. That will work. <laughs> she was so manipulated into thinking that Chase was good and what she wanted that when the love of her life came to her and said, you don't know this, but he's not what he says he is, she doesn't even want to hear it. Right. She, there is no part of her that wants to. Brainwashed is the word yeah, I was thinking of. Yeah, there you go. Of. Yeah. <laughs> you see where I was going with that? Mind fucked. You know, yeah, it was getting there. It was getting there. Um... But she was so ingrained to her and so wanting to protect herself that she didn't even want to think about that possibility. Yeah. So that's that's how I saw it, at least. Um, Makes sense. And then she happens to go into town one day to get special ingredients for, was it Chase's birthday? Yeah. She was getting him stuff she for a birthday gonna, cake? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she sees him with his arm around a girl. 
And then she walks up and she's like, hi, Chase. And he's just like, hi, Kay. And that's it. Like. Yeah. What the fuck? So she gets pissed. She finds, I don't remember how she finds the newspaper, but she finds a newspaper with his engagement announcement in it. Yep. He's marrying some other girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah, he was planning on getting married. He was probably building a house, but no, it wasn't for her. her. No, for some other, some other chick. Yeah. Yeah. Then that motherfucker has the nerve to come back and say, well, yeah, I'm getting married, but we can still fuck around. Oh, my God. So then things get real bad real fast because she's obviously not having it anymore. Right. And he's like, well, I'm just still going to have my way. So then he tries to rape her. He would rape her, except this girl, on one hand, I want to be her. On the other hand, not even not even a thought. No, not at all. <laughs> but she has the strength and the nerve and the presence of mind to knee that motherfucker in the balls. Mm-hmm. He falls down crying like men do. And then she just starts kicking the fuck out of him. And she knows enough about anatomy and biology to she kick him exactly where it where hurts. It mm-hmm. She's kicking him in the kidneys. She's kicking him in the belly. Like, she's just wailing on him. And she looks up. And she had been yelling. And she sees two men on a boat watching her. And then she runs away. It's very important to remember that. Two men on a boat saw her kicking the shit out of him yelling mm-hmm. saying things like you touch me again and I'll kill you and then running away right so back to the murder so not long after all this happens um two yeah. boys find Chase, Chase Andrews and dead, he's dead underneath this big fire tower And there's not a print, like not a footprint in the mud, no handprints, footprints, fingerprints, nothing, no hair. There was hair. There was hair? No, there was was no hair. Yeah. No hair, no nothing on the tower, downward chases, orange chase, nothing. The only clue that they have is the fact that, number one, there are no prints or anything. There are a few red fibers on Chase's jacket. And there was a, um, like an access point up on the tower that was open. Right. That should never be left open because it's super dangerous and somebody could fall and die. Right. So it seems a little too suspicious, I guess, and they, they, they think it's a murder. So they chalk it right. up as a murder investigation. And the fact that there are no fingerprints is what points it more towards a murder than an accident because... Because it looks like it's been wiped. Right. Naturally, there would be fingerprints and stuff from the or years His fingerprints, you know. At least his. At least his. So, so uh, you know, mur- whole murder investigation goes on. Um, it comes around to basically they think it's, it's Kaya... And they actually even end up detaining her. So they think it's her because she made him a shell necklace that he wore. Even after he got married, he wore it. Yeah. 
like that takes some like why the hell did he wear it so much I don't know so she had something about her I don't know but anyway I don't know um but it's missing right so they're like well she you know she must have taken it after and she's she the only one who would care right um they have the whole trial they bring in the two men that saw her now did you think she did it I kept going back and forth, but mostly no. Yeah, me too. I was thinking, yeah, like, especially leading up to it, I was like, no, I don't think she did it. No, I don't think she did it. And it was coming to the end, and we're actually in the trial, and I'm like, maybe she did do it. And then I'm like, well, no, there's no way. And they're like, but maybe she did. So, <laughs> I kept flip-flopping. So at first I was like, there's no way she had anything to do with it. And then I was like, well, I mean, maybe she could have. And then I was like. I thought. I was like, did you think Tate did it? Yes. So I totally thought Tate did it. So I was like, okay, so Tate knows that, you know, yeah, Chase Tate was trying saw, to. Tate saw Chase try to rape her. and he, That's right. what I thought. Right. It's like, oh, he knew he tried to rape her. And, like, he knew that he was, like, mess, you know, like. Cheating on her. Cheating on her and stuff. And, like, oh, so Tate totally just freaked out and lost yeah. it and killed the guy. So I totally thought that, especially when they bring up there were red fibers. Or, or Chase's wife did it. Found out about the Marsh Girl, got mad, and killed him. See, I... That was my I other possibility. I had a little thought about that, but I also thought she wouldn't do it that way. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I don't know exactly how she'd have done it, but I see her being like, that I'm going to poison you kind of way, Yeah. I'm going to go out and get dirty in the marsh kind of way. Yeah, I guess or so. Or to be smart <laughs> enough to get rid of all of the And, difference. I mean, there was no real talk about her at all throughout the book, so I was like, well, maybe that's not a thing, because there would at least be clues leading up right. to her being right. the, you know. That would be like, you have four apples and two oranges, you know, <laughs> what's little Susie's neighbor's name, and the answer is purple. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's how that would have had to have come about. Yeah, that wouldn't have made sense at all. But, um, um, yeah, so she she did do it, you know. Yeah, you you find find out at the very end. Not even, like, at the end of the story. In the epilogue. Yes, because, so she ends up getting let go, you know. She's free. I do think they did a very good job of convincing the court that she couldn't have done it. So, basically, the premise was if she had done it, she was out of town at the time of the, the murder. Mm-hmm. So she would have had to. She was seen getting on the bus. She would have had to sneak back onto the bus, come back to town, boat around through the marsh to get there, wait for Chase to show up at the right time, kill him, clean up all the evidence, and then boat back boat around. Back. But... And then sneak and back as, on the bus and go back to But town. as convincing as that whole story was, I think what really sold it was the guilt of the townspeople. Right. For, oh, you're, you're, what, what, you're, um, stereotyping her or whatever. You're, you know, right. you think, oh, because she's different, you think she's... She's a murderer. She's a murderer. Or you think because right. she, you know... Because she's you gotta be turned... wrong because you don't like her because you right. turn you've turned against her her entire life you all knew she was out there you all knew that she was fending for herself but instead of helping this poor little girl you just 
called her the Marsh Girl and made up scary stories about her. And, right, and made her and teased a... her, and, like, when she would come into town, she was a laughingstock, and, like, said, people would spit out horrible names at her, and just... And so, basically, you know, because of that said he, prejudice, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, the town into... Like, don't let your prejudice get in the way of, you know... This sending have this happened. innocent girl to her death because right. it would have been death penalty. Oh yeah, like the the prosecutor was pushing for the death penalty too. Right. So, and I think that's that's what really sold it to get her to for them um, to, to, to to let her go. Her. Yeah. Right. Was that they were like, yeah, we're probably are just being huge dicks right now and having clouded judgment because you know we have haven't been treating her fairly so maybe we're not treating her fairly right now and I think that at the end is what sold it right and um right about this time she does get back in touch with her brother um that she was really close to growing up and he comes for the trial and the only people that are like on her side are Tate who she does get back with at the very end. Uh, yeah. After the trial. No. Yes. Well, okay. She starts letting him back in during the trial when she's kept in prison. Right. Like, they're friends. Yeah. But they, they don't, like, get back together Yeah. Until, no, no, they don't get back together until, until after. But anyway. Um, it's Tate, Jumpin', Mabel, and her brother. And then Tate's dad comes and sides with her mostly because... If Tate believes her, I believe her. You're right. So I thought one of the key things that they made a point of saying was that her boat that she, that everybody knew that she drove, rode, whatever you do on a boat, (laughs) um, it was, like, she rode it into town, Mm -hmm. left it, got on the bus to go out of town. I thought that Tate took the boat from there. Yeah. Took it into the marsh. Right. And that's how he killed. Oh, yeah. I, I was thinking something like, like that, too. I thought Somebody he, else had her boat. Yeah. I thought that Tate had had enough and was trying to free her from this. And conveniently, Tate is the one who got her in contact. She was out of town because, at this point, Tate had gotten her in contact with some people who published all of her art and her collections and things into books which again I think is very unrealistic but anyway um it's fiction it wouldn't have been a good story without that (laughs) I get that but um her publisher was in town and wanted to meet up so that's why she wasn't there for the murder right supposedly that's just why she had the alibi right I thought it was a little convenient that Tate is the one that kind of orchestrated that whole thing. Right. And pushed her to go. I thought... I think that's what you're supposed to think. Yeah, I think it kind of led that way. But then... You're supposed to think, oh, Tate did it. So then, in the trial, though, she is so... She feels so guilty. She won't look at anyone. She won't talk to anyone. Right. And it kind of makes you think that she's, like... Um hiding again and you know walling herself off but I was like no that's guilt right 
So that's what really made me think she had to have done it. So then I'm reading the rest of the book and she and Tay get married and live happily ever after and he's a research biologist in the marsh and she's a famous um, publisher pu- and published author well, yeah, with yeah. all of her stuff and books on all different things in the marsh and Anyway, they have their happily ever after, and they fix up the house and whatever, or the shack. And, and then whatever. she, you know, they get, they get old, and she passes away, and... And, and under and a floorboard in the kitchen, he finds a box with Chase Andrews' shell necklace and poems that she wrote under a pseudonym about murdering him. Yep. So she did it. She did it. And literally, it's like the last it's lines the prologue. of the book. It's yeah. very, very, the very, very last inch. lines of the book. And you're like, And you're like, fuck? fuck, she did do it. She did she it. Did and she got it. away with it. Yeah. She totally got away with murder. Which, on one hand, goes back but you to know my what? saying, you can get away with murder if you plan it well enough and only do it once. <laughs> but you know what? She deserved to have that. She did. Because... You know, the whole world turned against her, and nobody was going to help her defend her against Chase. No. And you know Chase was going to come back and, and attempt to do again what he was going to try. And if not, know, get drunk was, and mad and kill her. Exactly. He was going to come back to harm her again, if not multiple times. Yeah. And if not, kill her. So it was self-defense. She had to do it. It was preemptive self-defense. Nobody, it was, though. It was. No, I'm nobody not saying she else, shouldn't have done it. Nobody else would have helped her. No. So nobody, nobody should have been punishing her because nobody was there to help her. So you know right. what? Good on her. I'm glad she got away with the fucking murder. Right. Oh, no. I am totally, like, awesome. Yeah, I'm so yeah. glad she did. Um, I just, I read that. I kept writing, and I was like, it's going to give me a clue, and it's going to tell me what she did. And then I got to the end of the book, and I was like, I don't want to read the prologue because it's just the stupid shit, and they live happily ever after, and whoop-de-doo. And then I read it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she did it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I literally read the last page, closed the book, and looked up and was like, she killed him. (laughs) I was at work. Oh, my gosh. So I was at work, and I was, I think I had, like, a one chapter and the epilogue left and I was like I am pages from the end and I still don't know if she effing killed the man <laughs> <laughs> granted like nobody else has read the book so they were like what <laughs> what are you talking about are you okay like, don't mind me it's just my book it's just me so okay I did but anyway I like it yeah I I and I think that was great though like the way it was written it makes you like, the suspense all the way up to the very last page. Like, I loved that. I did. I really liked that. Normally, I don't like the flip-flopping back and forth in time. But there was just enough of the, like, suspensefulness of it. And the suspense that... was well done, too. It wasn't irritating. No. You know, like, sometimes when the suspense is, like, drawn out so bad that you're like, okay, just fucking tell me. Like, now right. I'm getting mad. Like, like, okay, I'm going to the end of the book because like, I'm going let's to find this do, shit Like, out. okay, come on. But it was just, it just gave you enough to satisfy you, but still not enough to where you wanted to stop. You wanted to keep reading. Right. You had to know if she did it or not. You you kept getting clues to keep you going, to keep you going. And then all the way up to the end. Like, it was very... The suspense was played out very, very well. Yeah. So, will I read it again? I don't know. I'll definitely Maybe. recommend it. I will recommend it. Um... I might read it again. I will definitely... I, I really liked it. I will keep my copy because it's a good, like summer reading like a vacation book you know yeah it was 
while some of the topics were kind of heavy, it was a good light, easy read. Yeah, it was. And it the pacing was good. I did really enjoy that. Um, I read it in just a couple of days. Um, I will totally recommend it. I will keep it. I, I who knows? I might want to read it again. Um, maybe looking at it in a different mindset, I'll find the answers to some of those questions that I have. Yeah. Um, hmm. But yeah. You know what? So I might I'm thinking, keep mine too, now that you say that. Just because, like, I think I would like to read it again. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I think I will. So I'm thinking a solid three and a half, four, <laughs> four drinks. Okay, okay. Yeah. When I first finished reading it, I was like nine. Nine out of five. Totally. Love right. this book. <laughs> and then the more I thought about it, there were some things that I was just like, I'm still gonna say a five for me because if I'm gonna like, I don't keep my books. Like I don't. She doesn't. She it, gives them to me. And okay, I don't like a lot of clutter <laughs> in my house. I know a lot of people who like to read like to have their own like personal library. <laughs> me. Right. Most most people most readers do, but I just don't like a lot of clutter. So like once I read a book, I'll get rid of it. But so for me to say I'm gonna keep a book, for me to say I'm gonna reread a book or possibly reread it. That's, That's going to say a lot. Yeah. That says a lot. So I really enjoyed it. So let us know what you all think, where the crawdads sing. Um, I know several of you have read it. I have. Tell us. Tell us what you think. Go, if you are on um, Apple, go to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe. When you subscribe, you get the episodes downloaded as soon as we post them. Um rating and reviewing us helps get us seen more and once more people are listening then we can start to do more things that we really really want to do like do um have a patreon start having merch there are ideas that we have however we have to have a bigger fan base to really make that something that we can feasibly do um have i forgotten anything i don't think so I don't think so either. I will let you all know um, what the next... Oh, wait, no. We did pick the new book. The Gilded yes. Ones. Yes. Um, let me see who it's by. I completely forgot that we picked it. Next month, we are going to be reading uh, The Gilded Ones by Namina Forna, I think is how you say her name. I'm very excited about this. Um, it's one that I've seen on a lot of lists of like the top books, YA books to read. Can't wait to read it. I'm super excited. I'm probably going to get it this weekend. Um, but yeah, I guess have a great night. Drink safely. Happy reading. Bye. Bye. See you later. Come on.